Welcome to everyone's favourite little podcast. We're called uh, Warning, uh, Warning. Two idiots are reading SCP files over the internet. Please cover your ears and await further instructions. Hey, wait, Tan, I have a question. What's your question? On this, our podcast, um, uh, Discovering uh, SCP. How, how are they supposed to await further instructions if their ears are covered? That's the joke. <laughs> Is it? Fool. I don't think so. Hmm. Hmm. Awkward. Hello. Take it, take it from the writer Tanhony to have plot holes. Hmm. Hello, welcome to. <laughs> so our listener probably thinks I'm having a fever dream right now, but this is this is still the podcast. This is discovering SCP. <laughs> Actually, this is Meta. You're the podcast, and we're listening to you. Hmm. What do you have to say for us today? It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. This is pretty good. I'm gonna give this a review on Spotify. <laughs> Wait, what did your friend say? <laughs> well, okay, that one was... Okay, this podcast is not officially become an SCP. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, back on track. What do you have for us today, Tanhony? We are beginning with what we have been waiting for for so long. Why Ow. are you a Twitter status? My hands hurt. There's too many <laughs> words. <laughs> Why the fuck did you do that? I thought it would be funny. I was wrong. We... Yeah. What we've been waiting for for so long, we're going to be beginning with da 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 SCP-1000. Wow, that's like five times better than 5,000. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, how many SCPs do you have for us total today, though? We have one, two, three, four. Oh, All of them from okay. Series 2, so we're plunging right in there. Finally, we made it, guys. I would like to thank my mom and my dad and everybody that's not named Tanhoney. Yeah, so season two, there's been a few changes. We had, we had to get a new actor for Dr. Gears. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's played by Joe McHale, who is famous for his role as Jeffrey Winger on Community. Okay, so shall we shall we get right into it, into the, 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 the SCP-1000? Sure. Okay, so before we go into it, just a bit of context for how it came about so each time there's a, a thousand slot coming up when we're coming to the end of a series uh, there's a contest usually with a specific i say usually with a specific but always with a specific theme and the one that gets the most votes in that gets the one part the thousand slot so I does think, does did 1000 have one because that was the first thousand that did i believe I, I i don't remember the exact theme there i, I know sort of the gist of it let me get the actual uh specific word because i'll have to look it up because i'll you're... look it up now i'm looking it up now scp tales and slash or urban legends it was oh that sounds way more interesting than mysteries yeah <laughs> maybe we'll get a new actor for darnell this season too <laughs> Sorry! I'm in a spicy mood because Tan's been tormenting me by not cutting bad takes from me. They were good. Everyone loved them. Hmm, let's see. Alright, spin us off, DJ. Get me the link. So this one is by the Deadly Moose, who, uh... uh it's still around, I believe. Well, he is pretty deadly. And I don't sure think anything could... This image will immediately let you know what we're in for here. Is it Bigfoot? Is that the joke? Well, it's not a joke, that's... The name of it. Bigfoot. I, well, I, Bigfoot's I, canon in SCP. The name of this article is uh, Bigfoot. He's canon in SCP. Look, he's in the image. So you can see him. Tan, I know what Bigfoot is. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to be real. It's kind of a letdown. Well, maybe we should read the article before you uh, you get let down. All right. So okay. Item number SCP-1000. Object class: Keta. 
Special Containment Procedures. All media reports related to 1000 are to be examined for potential verifiability. All organisations and individuals investigating its existence are to be kept under surveillance by Mobile Task Force Zeta 1000 and discredited or administered domestics. All physical signs of SCP-1000's existence must be retrieved and kept in Foundation custody and replaced with decoy items if necessary. Alleged... Oh, this is really conspiracy as yeah. Alleged sightings of SCP-1000 must always be investigated by NTF Zeta-1000, however trivial the claim. Absolutely no contact with wild or captive instances of 1000 is allowed without prior approval by Director Jones. Any interaction between SCP-1000 and humans, including Foundation personnel, must be reported to Director Jones immediately. Director Jones, interesting. Hmm. Okay, so pretty standard containment procedures there. Yeah. So. I mean, not really because it's not contained. It's hmm. more like uh, special procedures to find it. Yeah. So description: SCP E one thousand is a nocturnal omnivorous ape, much like myself, classified yeah. in the Hominini branch along with genera <laughs> uh, Pan and I Polo. Like, I like that word, Hominini. Adults range in size from 1.5 to 3 meters, 5 to 10 feet in height, and weigh between 90 and 270 kilograms, which is 200. Wait, so there's more than one? It seems so. They have grey, brown, black, red, and occasionally white fur. Oh, like yetis. Yeah, Yeah, that's a nice little (laughs) thing there. They possess large eyes with good vision, a pronounced brow ridge, and a sagittal crest on the forehead similar to that of the gorilla, but present in both sexes. Their intelligence is on par with that of pantroglodytes, which is the common chimpanzee. So here's my question. So far, this seems like an animal. How does this really need to be an mm. SCP? Perhaps we'll find out. It's good thought, good thought. SCP-1000 evolved alongside Homo sapiens, existing contemporaneously, with proto-humans and humans in large um, numbers. Hmm? Contemporaneously. That's what, I, that's what I said. You said contemporarily. Hmm, we'll have to listen to the video. <laughs> With proto-humans and humans, right? Continue. In large numbers until 10,000 to 15,000 years ago, when an extinction event eliminated all but one, eliminated all but one to five percent of their population. That's interesting, actually, because the, the SCP talks so much about extinction class events for us, mm. but one happened to them. Yeah, lots of feels bad. This event was triggered by SCP-1000 contracting an anomalous pseudo disease. So but... it was anomalous. That means it was an SCP, right? Yeah, classified as SCP-1000-F1. Hell yeah, dude! I'm on a roll, Tan. Nice one, nice one. This disease is passed on at the genetic level and affects every present-day instant of SCP-1000. The majority of 1000 instances are born immune to the effect. Those who are not born immune quickly die. The effect of SCP-1000-F1 is as follows. Any hominid, including humans, chimpanzees, bonobos, and non-immune instances of 1000 that directly or indirectly observes any instance of SCP-1000 has a minimum 2% chance of being instantly killed through anomalous means via permanent cessation of brain function. Oof. (laughs) This percentage is cumulative, and the longer a human views SCP-1000, the higher the chance of instantaneous death increases, at a rate of plus 1% chance per 20 minutes of viewing. Hey, maybe we shouldn't have looked at that uh, picture. It's too late. We've caught our listener base in pieces. Oh, no. This event varies between individual members of SCP-1000 species, with some individuals carrying a death chance of 90%. The effect is oh, also wow. produced by dead individuals, though small fur samples do not exhibit the effect. 
Known means of preventing this effect are small-scale only and include redacted. See attached documentation, level 3 clearance required. You know what's actually funny about this? Hmm? I bet you could repurpose Scramble to work for this. Possibly, yeah. That's a good thing to keep in mind, because I, I don't want to say anything, but Scramble does get used in a few other articles as well. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, I'm on a roll today, yeah, Tan. Maybe... You... Second series, maybe I generationed up. Oh, shit. It's Donnell 2.0. I level up the further Tan gets me in the SCP wiki. You get a certain amount of XP for each article you read. <laughs> yeah, I've been investing on my points in intelligence. Mm, shows, shows. Because of SCP-1000's close relation to humanity, it is considered likely that SCP-1000-F1 could eventually transfer to human carriers. Any instance of SCP-1000 finding its way to a major population center could constitute a blank class end-of-the-world scenario. I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume that's XK, because that's mm. always XK class end-of-the-world Yeah, there's scenario. always a few, there are a few different ones, depending on uh, what, how the oh, world so ends. Oh, so it's not always XK class. Yeah. Okay. Minimum death toll of redacted and possible extinction of humanity. For okay, so XK class. Fortunately, SCP-1000 appears to instinctively avoid human contact. It is currently not feasible to exterminate SCP-1000 entirely. These poor fucking monkeys, man. <laughs> All they wanted to do was be alive. Eat banana. Eat banana. No, wait, there's not enough. Bananas don't grow in North America, do they? Um, I mean, that we, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe some like weirdo shit. The, bana the banana houses. Like you can get lots of bananas at grocery stores. All right, I'm oh, sure that's, that's where they are. Break. Yeah, that's where they grow in the aisles. The highest known population concentrations of SCP-1000 are at present located in the Pacific Northwest region of North America and the Himalayan mountain range in Asia. As of blank, these populations remain extant. SCP-1000's presence and data expunged have also been documented within the past five years on every continent. All oh, no wow, that's actually kind of interesting. All lo known significant populations of 1000 located near human population centers have been eliminated. Uh, SCP-1000 came to the attention of the Foundation via contact by Dr. Franz Mablanc in 14... Blank. Double blank. Yeah, that's, that's quite a long time okay. ago. So so this, this totally um, changes my theory about the Foundation... I thought they were found in the 70s and 80s. And some of the articles, like Hanged King's Tragedy, really reported that because they were like, Foundation didn't step until the 80s. But this one is like, they at least had to exist in the 1400s. In some form, yeah. Yeah. With They're just poking at shit with sticks. <laughs> with, with the children of the sun who identified themselves as outcast members of the Serpent's Hand, who we, we haven't should really seen before. Should we read about them? Uh, I'll, sort of, I'll go to the uh, Groups of Interest page itself and sort of go for a little blurb on them there. Okay. Right now or after this? I'll do it now, just so we have a bit of a bit of context. Give me the uh, give me the group spewed in. I won't go through the entire thing just because it is just sort of uh, it goes on for quite just... a bit and goes about the relation yeah. with other groups of interest who we also don't know. You could just summarize them to me. You have to read the yeah, thing. sure. So basically, they're small but formidable organization responsible for several security breaches, and uh, basically. The Serpent's Hand has been highly vocal in criticizing the containment and destruction of SCPs, especially those that are fully human and not particularly destructive. So they're basically uh, against... Oh, like 053? Or the Little Misters? Yeah. They probably have a case with the Little Misters, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> kind of fucked up. They don't really need to be gone. Maybe Mr. Forgot, that's about it. Yeah, we'll go through them properly another day, though. But that's basically the gist of them. Yeah. This... So they're like, they're like PETA... For SCPs. A little bit. 
Okay. Except they don't uh, kill the SCPs that you capture. Also, they're clearly stupid because serpents don't have hands. That's the point. Because uh, he, he got the hand taken away because he talked shit about the apple. Oh, uh, that's clever. Yeah. This group, the Children of Sun here, has been since been completely destroyed by the Foundation due to the reluctance to surrender information about SCP-4000, SCP blank, and SCP blank, since reclassified as 1000 blank and 1000 blank. Renaming, oh remaining members have either joined the Foundation or have gone into hiding, presumably as members of the Serpent's Hand. Weapons, tools, and other pseudo-technological resources in possession of the organization have been classified as SCP-1000-001 through SCP-1000 blank. These resources have been made use of by the Foundation in multiple instances for a full list see document 1000-3534-Y, level 3 clearance required. So there's a lot of documents to do with this. Yeah, interesting. Access to surviving ex-members of the Children of the Sun is restricted to personnel of clearance level 4-1000, unless given direct authorization for contact by Director Jones. What's, what's interesting to me is all this is under description of this SCP, but half of it isn't even talking about the SCP, it's just talking about hmm. um, the Serpent's Hand. They're getting off topic here a little hmm, bit. Maybe. Further information is available to personnel of clearance level 3. Personnel of clearance level 3 or above are required to read document Alpha 1596-1000, which we will get to in a little bit. And we have okay. an addendum here, which is an update to the containment procedures. As of blank, SCP-1000 special containment procedures no longer include Procedure 516 Lumina, which uh, I don't think has been mentioned before. If I'm... Mm -mm. I guess they struck it well, from Well, yeah, because yeah, it doesn't apply anymore, I guess. Yeah. Datrix Sponge indicates that 1000 may be de developing a res resistance to the sonic elements. Data expunged will not develop further, so that the procedure can still be used in emergency situations. Investigations alternate means of reliably keeping them away from human population centers is underway. Okay. So I'm guessing it's a sound that repels yeah. them. Yeah, probably. Whether SCP-1000 resistance to the procedure was calculated, and as such it may be a side of 1000 redacted, or coincidental by chance of natural spirits variation, is not known at this time. That's actually interesting. As a result of evolution, it's kind of cool. Yeah. So we have actually a document here which is level 3 clearance required, so we've got to be at least a little bit high up to know this shit. Yeah. Are we level three? I'm only a junior researcher. Uh, I'll, I'll let you use my account. Well, you're a chef. Do you have level three clearance? I cook for the O5, baby. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> when they're talking about Cassie, they sometimes want some snacks. Thanks for letting me in, man, to this file. You gotta hide in, like, you know, like, the push cart with all the food on it. I'm, like, hiding you underneath <laughs> it. I'm underneath <laughs> Like, on a laptop, reading the article. <laughs> oh, my God. We need to get a fan art of that. That's great. <laughs> So it's a missive from Director Jones here, who we've heard a few things about here. Yeah, it seems like a big deal. Yeah, so I'll, I'll read it through. It's a long thing, but uh, let's get into it. Okay. So you, I'm trying to think of a voice that I won't <laughs> regret doing for a long time. I could... Uh, Agent Michaels, no. I could read this if you want. Nah, nah, if I you got want it. Oh, all right. Okay. You've probably heard cool. the rumours before now. Everyone without the clearance level to know better wants to get their dig in. Did you hear Sasquatch is an SCP? Are we going to capture and contain Batboy next? Yes, SCP-1000 is Bigfoot. I'm sure you snickered. Don't worry, contrary to rumours, we don't actually assign you to Kida duty for finding something humorous. You think Bigfoot is funny because we want you to think Bigfoot is funny. We've bankrolled Hollywood comedies and farcical documentaries, paid off men in gorilla suits, Perpetrated hoaxes with bear prints and goat fur, bribed and brainwashed cartoonists to get especially silly depictions on children's television. Even the term Bigfoot comes from us, planted in the media in 1958, 
a term people would find even harder to take seriously than Sasquatch. Why? Well, we'll get to that. The information in the article that you've already read isn't entirely true. There are two direct lies, and plenty of lies of omission. There is no such thing as the anomalous pseudo-disease referred to as SCP-1000-F1. SCP-1000 does not possess a magical death aura. In fact, SCP-1000 does not directly exhibit any anomalous effect whatsoever. Oh, then hi isn't an SCP. We also lied about SCP-1000's intelligence level. SCP-1000s aren't chimp-level smart, they're smarter. To be precise, they are exactly as smart as us. That brings us to the lies of omission. That's what this letter is for. The lies came from me, so I figured the truth should come from me as well. Oh shit, you have to be level 3 clearance to know the real deal. Yeah. So this is a story we got from the children of the sun who defected to us. It's a story we didn't believe, refused to believe at first. As you've already read, the apes we call 1000 evolved alongside us. We walked in the daytime, they walked into the nighttime. Our nocturnal siblings in the shadows. But while we were still wandering hunter-gatherers, they changed like we would a few thousand years later. Tools, weapons, agriculture, domesticated animals, stable settlements. As humanity blinked in the Pleistocene sun, SCP-1000's population exploded across the night. They blanketed the planet in the tens of billions. They've made things that we still can't comprehend, even though we thoroughly studied the surviving pieces. Organic technology. They made trees and birds of prey grow into fast-moving ships, herds of animals that became trains, bushes that became flying vehicles. From oh, that's so surreal. Yeah. From insects and pigeons, they made things equivalent to cell phones, televisions, computers, atomic bombs. The children described fast, shining cities stretching across glaciers and penetrating the deepest caverns. Grown skyships of ivory and spider silk, creatures tending them with hundreds of blinking eyes. We were rare, like gorillas now, a few hundred thousand left at best. We avoided their settlements just like wild animals today avoid ours. SCP-1000 understood we were intelligent like them, but avoided just, just as we avoided them. Saw us as furries, as gnomes. Ascribed us supernatural powers. Said we ate bad children while I slept in daylight. They fenced off our dwindling wild populations in conservatories. Outlawed poaching, but in the underground consumed our bones as aphrodisiacs. Then mm -hmm. the civilization fell, and we did it. By we, I don't mean the foundation. By we, I mean humanity. The story is muddy. Supposedly a trickster forest guard showed humanity favor, showed us the master's tools and how to use them. Why we did it, we don't know. Perhaps they hunted us, perhaps we were simply afraid. Perhaps it was just that they fenced us in, unintentionally or not. We simply don't know what the truth is. Somehow we acquired SCP-1000's own technology, and with it we instigated an SK-class dominant shift in which humanity became the dominant species of Earth. I assume... That's what SK-class dominance yeah. is, is like when one species becomes the new yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We wiped out... Is there any other SCPs that have a chance of becoming that over us? There are a few, yeah. Ooh. We wiped out 70% of SCP-1000's population in a single day. The Day of Flowers, the children called it. Supposedly every flower blooms that day while our enemies died in their sleep. Then we hunted the rest down. But we went further than just killing them... With a few of the more twisted of SCP-1000's devices, we drove the survivors mad, even those hiding beyond our reach. We trapped them in their own minds, blocking higher functions and leaving their bodies to fend for themselves like any ordinary ape. We slaughtered the living machines and burned their vast shining cities with 1000's bioweapons that reduced everything to slurry and dust that washed or blew away in spring rain and wind. 
We left no traces, not even our own memory. We turned one of the weapons on cells, wiped out any knowledge of SCP-1000 and of the greatest civilization the planet had ever seen. Only a few humans protected themselves from the effects, kept the forbidden knowledge just in case. The rest of us went back to being hunter-gatherers, none the wiser. Which brings us to today. You're going to read all about this in the level 3 documentation, but I'll give you the short version here. SCP-1000 is somehow regaining their forgotten intelligence and knowledge. Maybe they never truly lost it, we don't know. That's why the ever-increasing numbers of Bigfoot sightings is so worrying. Why the attempts at contact, however indecipherable, are even more worrying. Yes, SCP-1000 are just like us. That's what makes them so dangerous. We wiped them from history and memory. We dissolved the civilization and we slaughtered most of the species. Just ask yourselves. If they got the chance, what more would they do to us? So they're not really an SCP. Mm. We just want to keep them from taking over again. Basically. Because they're not anomalous. I mean, I guess the closest things to anomalous are the fact that, one, there was a forest god that blessed us, and two, they could make organic technology. But that's not really anomalous. I mean, it didn't say anything anomalous. Yeah, so the, uh... Yeah, but it's interesting. It's really interesting. Oh, there's some reports down here too. Yeah, so we're gonna leave the reports for now because, like a few other things, there are a lot of there are a few other SCPs that sort of relate back to the the big feet. Okay, but can we read these last two things outside the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, in first addendum, instances of SCP-1000 have tried to make contact with Foundation personnel on multiple occasions. Most of these attempts at contact have their expunge untranslated. Their recent attempts show that some instances of SCP-1000 are capable of communicating in English. And the final log here is uh, a rough translation of recent attempt at communication with Foundation personnel on blank. You wanna go for it? We forgive you. You've been choice for now. Not forever. Let us back in. Okay. Give banana. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I'm guessing they're saying we'll forgive you, let us be a part of civilization again, if not, we'll fucking do it. Basically, I, that's what I got, yeah. It's like... If you do it now, it's it's cool. If you don't do it now, it's going to get oh. fucked. Then why aren't they just doing it now? I guess they're worried that it's a lie. Yeah, why should we? Uh, why should we so we don't get fucked again? Also, so I guess gods are canon in SCP, because I know you wrote one about gods as well. Hmm. Um, at least to an extent, there's multiple different gods in multiple articles, so I guess... Is it more implied that the gods are also anomalous SCPs, or that they're actual gods? It depends. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Alright, well, I have to be honest. Um, when I first saw this article, and when we were first going through it, I thought, oh, I get it for a contest, it was kind of a joke entry, and they let it in. Oh, if you look at it, you die. Ha ha ha. But that Level 3 clearance article really changed the whole message of it. Hmm. And made it something extremely interesting... And um, honestly, well played. Um, I I have to admit that I was wrong uh, on my first impression. I think solely that that coming back article um, that really uh, just wow. It really subverts your expectations. I'll say that. Yeah, which uh, is what it sets out to do a little bit. I imagine. Definitely going to have to give it a nine out of ten, maybe a ten out of ten. That was really really good. Yeah. I'm impressed, and I have to apologize for talking shit earlier. That's good stuff. Nice. So uh, I assume you'll be posting that apology on Twitter as well? No. What the fuck? Dangerous Moose never heard the insult. He never needs to hear the apology. Doesn't matter. Wow. Shameless. Yep. That's me.
Okay, so um, yeah, we're getting right into season two here. Series two, <laughs> not season, not season two. two. <laughs> season two now, I guess. Yeah. This article was also written in 2011, so I guess we're still in the olden times in season yeah. two. Yeah, in, in in the before times. Yeah, back before streaming services. So, and here is our second article for today, which is uh, SCP-1193, aka Buried Giant. Um, this one is Bury the Giant. Buried is what you giant. said. Buried Giant. Okay. And it's uh, by Ophite, who's written a few things. I'm not sure if they're around right now, but uh, yeah, they were. Let's quite go active. to profile page, and then we go to recent contributions. He's been on the sandbox. Oh, the last things he posted were on the sandbox, and it was in 2016. So mm, I think it's safe yeah. to say he's gone. That's a shame. We hope to see you again. Yeah, if you ever come back, you're welcome on the podcast. Wow, I'm glad you decided this. Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone is SCPs we read is welcome to come on. You just have to DM Tan and impress him, not me, because he's judgmental. So now you sort of put it off me now. <laughs> but anyway, let's get to it. So I, I did post a link there, I believe, yes? yes? You did. So SCP-1193. It's got a few scripts as well, so that'll be nice. <gasps> yes! So, uh, Are there any pictures? No. No. Object class. Safe. Special containment procedures. The borehole <laughs> containing SCP-119301 is to be capped with a tungsten steel grate containing a locking 2.5cm endoscopy aperture. Oh, what the fuck is that? It's, uh, it's science. At 48 hour intervals, the uh, borehole is to be endoscopically inspected to a depth of 4 kilometers for further oh, manifestations God. of SCP-1193-01. So that's a big Ten. Ten. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what it is. It's, it's, you, you know what it is? Yeah. But we're not using it for that purpose. It's in a borehole. Bowl, bowl right. Seismographic okay. monitoring devices are posted at 2, 7, and 11 kilometer depth alongside the SCP-1193-01 borehole. What's a borehole? It's a big hole in the ground. Oh. Why don't they just call it a hole? Science. Oh. Seismic readings consistent with subterranean movements have to be reported immediately to site director Iqbal. In the event of a subterranean containment breach, containment staff are to execute Protocol 473A, severing SCP-1193-01 below the fifth elbow, and backfilling remaining portions of the borehole with pressurized concrete. I like that line there. The casual mention of the fifth elbow. Yeah, what the fuck? Five elbows? <laughs> the basement containing SCP-1193 is to be monitored at all times by a Foundation interrogator. SCP-1993-02 is to be answered on or before the third ring. Interrogators should attempt to elicit self-directed responses from SCP-1193-01. Responses which implicate size, body plan, location, or further manifestations are to be recorded in document SCP-1193-2 LTR. So one interesting thing is this is safe, hmm. and it mentioned that the only containment breach would be... It's implied that if someone else accidentally digs into it. Hmm. So otherwise it'll leave them alone, right? Apparently, yes. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Hmm? I just I just read the first line of the description. Uh, if you don't mind reading that before I continue. Yeah, so description. SCP-119-301 is a genetically normal human arm of unusual length, located in a drainage pipe inside the basement of a telephone switching station in Scottsdale, Arizona. Didn't you show me one or write one that was like a leg? I think I'm, I showed you the one that I wrote that was just a big hand, but this is different. 
So if we put them all together, <laughs> Megazord. <laughs> yeah, we have to find all the apertures. Ten centimeters below the drainage gates, the arm terminates in an unremarkable human hand of indeterminate gender. Upon initial examination, the arm was believed to extend through the drainage pipe to a depth of 35 meters. Subsequent endoscopic investigation demonstrated the arm actually extends to at least a depth of 71 kilometers. Jesus Christ! Without apparent difficulty through the Morovoric discontinuity and the upper mantle, with regularly spaced elbows every four kilometers. Elbows below a depth of 26 kilometers are slightly retroflexed to accommodate a nine degrees southward bend in the drainage borehole. Uh, continued endoscopic investigation into the SCP-119301 borehole is suspended due to presently intractable engineering constraints. So it goes so what? deep, there is not physically a method of going that deep. What the fuck is this called again? Buried giant. It's just an arm, though. <laughs> What's the rest of them? <laughs> no, no. Communications via SCP-119302, mostly concerning its oven and refrigerator... Confirm that SCP-119-301 may lack conventional thermoreception and experiencing no substantial discomfort, despite borehole temperature in excess of 674 degrees centigrade. What the fuck is is substantial dis... Wait, no, not that. Uh, what the... Oven and refrigerator, that's what had me <laughs> fucked up. I love this, I love this article. <laughs> Why does it have an oven and a refrigerator? And who's O2? SCP-02 is a GPO-746 telephone, topaz yellow, manufactured in 1971. What?! <laughs> its dimensions preclude it having been delivered to the site via the borehole. Containment team's present work in theory is that it was installed topside for the purpose of communicating with SCP-119-301. So someone put it in before the Foundation got there? Yeah. In- installation was conducted by unknown parties by unknown means for unknown purposes. Oh wow, at least I'm still on the game. The rotary dial has been glued into place, rendering it unsuitable for outgoing phone calls. It's attached to a conventional twisted pair line, which enters the draining pipe containing O1, and then sends peril to it until endoscopy is no longer practicable. So I guess it goes all the way down to its hand, so it can answer. <laughs> at between 0838 and 1034 hours, Mountain Standard Time each weekday, the phone will ring five times. If answered, an unidentified voice will willingly engage in conversation with SCP personnel. The voice on the other end of the line invariably claims to be a human being and regularly mistakes the individual on the other end of the phone for an authority figure. Interrogation to date has therefore been relatively uncomplicated. Noble parallels exist between information elicited via SCP-02 and demonstrable facts about O-1. To date, anomalous information received via O-2 has included references to human features but anomalous body plan, references to insensitivity to heat or cold, references to a cousin or other relative who will soon arrive to pick him up, (laughs) references to discomfort and boredom at confinements, references to minor seismic event along the Little Chino Fault Complex. So wait, he has an arm, and I assume the top of the arm is just underneath the ground where they're at, but there's no shoulder... How is the rest of the body... References to discomfort at having a limb or other body part restrained, as by handcuffs, a jelly jar, a pipe, a cast, or in one instance, a gopher hole. At present, data related to SCP-01 size, physical form, and body plan beyond the parts visible uh, through endoscopic investigation should be regarded as provisional. For contingent protocols and physiological testing data, consult document delta. And now, did uh, you steal the hand idea from this? I did not. <laughs> Was it inspired? I, I forgot about this when I wrote it. It's completely different anyway. It's just a different thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so um, who do you want to be? I'll, I, I, can I be the SCP? Oh, damn it. 
Fuck. All right. Yeah. I was gonna call that SCP. That's what, I love how you pretended you were gonna ask me. Then you, we both want to be the SCP. All right. <clears throat> Good morning. And who may I ask is calling? David. And where are you now, David? Sorry. Who is this? Doctor Hassan Iqbal, director of research. Oh, from the hospital. That's right. So when does the cast come off? I'm sorry. The cast on my bottom arm. When does it come off? I'm to understand you've got a cast on your bottom arm. I don't understand. Which arm is that? The bottom one. Can you take it off? I've already been in the hospital for three months. Seems like it should be about time. You say you're in a hospital now? You should know. You're the one who put me there. I think you must have mis me mistaken for someone else. Look, if you can't help me, put someone on who knows what he's talking about. I'm afraid I'm the only one here. Fine, just tell me when someone competent gets the phone. God, he's a Karen. <laughs> Again, I'm the second one. God damn it. Okay. God damn it, god damn it. Uh, hello? Hello, can you hear me? Who is this? Where are you? Oh, for Christ's sake, I'm stuck in the stove here, man. Get the fire department. The stove? Are you- I I'm sorry, the stove? Yeah, the stove. I went in here to get out some cakes, and I can't get back out. You went in the stove to get out some cakes? Am I hearing you correctly? Oh, it's a tight fit here, Jesus. Are you- is the temperature uncomfortable? The what? Temperature. Are you in pain? I have no idea what you're talking about. Can you call the goddamn fire department? Oh, my back. Jesus Christ, my back. I'm the only person here. Oh, I can't take it anymore. Fuck. I I'm sorry. I'm calling my cousin now. I'm so sorry. This isn't my fault. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> I love this article. I... <laughs> I just... <laughs> I'm not- I'm not even trying to play up the disbelief. I'm like, actually, like- What's well, to not I, get? He's- he, he's stuck in the stove. You have to get some cake I'm out. I'm so confused He's stuck in the stove. He's stuck in the stove and you're laughing. <laughs> I know! I know, I'm just so confused about all the details. Is he okay? Does this imply he died? He's in the- he's stuck in- he got to get the fire department, he got stuck in the stove, he's getting out but some Who's cakes. his cousin? Is he also big? What do you mean? I don't know. I can't upvote it, I don't have an account. Um, I- I- I don't know. I don't have any thoughts because it just seems very surreal and random. Kind of like something Tanhony would write. A man climbed into the stove, and you think that's random? Um, good, good job, Ophite. Uh, 7 out of 10, I guess? I, I, I really don't have much to say, I'm sorry. I, I don't get it. I guess that's the point, is you're not supposed to get it. What the hell's wrong with you? After everything this I don't... Time, he broke his arm, and then he's stuck in the stove trying to get out some cakes. And you're laughing. I don't know what you want me to say! I want you to think about what you've said today. <laughs> oh, Alright, let's move on, this is hurting my head trying my patience today. You're hurting my head, Tan. So we have actually another wholesome one today. Oh, our... oh, is it another hole? Is it your dumb hole? No, it's wholesome. Is it your hole that you wrote? It's not my hole. <laughs> When's your hole coming up? Next episode.
No. Wait, really? No, I, I won't. I won't. I won't do that. Maybe. Oh, you, don't want, you don't want me to make fun of more of the ones you wrote, even though they're Hey, good. guys, if you want to hear another Tanhini SCP next episode, why don't you leave your thoughts in the comments? All right, well, what's the next one for now? This next one is SCP-1048, a.k.a. Build-A-Bear. Oh, I loved Build-A-Bear as a kid. No, not like Build-A-Bear, it's Build-A-Bear, a bear who builds. Oh, Build-A-Bear. How come it used to be safe and now it says Keter? Don't worry about it. So, okay. item number, SCP-1048, object class, Keter. So, previously it was allowed to... It was free to roam Site-24 as it poses no threat and it deserves to greatly improve the morale of personnel that interact with it. Crossed out. Okay, so it was, it was like a 999 and then yeah. something happened. So, now it says, the whereabouts of SCP-1048 are currently unknown, though it is still believed to be somewhere in Site-24. Subject is to be secured for containment, but any creation of SCP-1048 should be destroyed on site, unless further evidence warrants less extreme actions. No teddy bears are to be allowed in Site-24 to prevent any confusion or mistaken identity. Any object that resembles a teddy bear is to be reported to the security team immediately. And Dr. Carver says, This is not a joke. We have no idea what its full capabilities are. Who knows how many of the damn things are out there by now? Alright, I'm going to make a quick guess. Based on the pun name, Builder Bear and Build-A-Bear, and these descriptions, I'm assuming, like uh, sci-fi nanobots, it keeps reproducing more of itself. And then they make more of themselves. And it keeps going. That's my guess. I'm locking it in. Okay. So description. SCP-1048 is a small teddy bear, approximately 33 centimeters in height. Through testing, composition of subject revealed no unusual qualities that makes it discernible from a non-sapient teddy bear. Subject is capable of moving on its own accord and can communicate through a small range of gestures. Subject regularly shows affection to individuals in ways found endearing by most people. Affection is usually given in the form of a hug to the lower leg, but subject has also been observed dancing, jumping in place, and in two separate events, he's even drawn child-like pictures for janitorial staff. All Foundation personnel that have interacted with the subject have responded positively to its affection, even D-class with normally sociopathic tendencies. Oh, another little nod that D-class are criminals. Attempts at direct communication with SCP-1048 have not been considered successful. Though it is capable of simple gestures to indicate a yes or no answer, it will often not react to lines of questioning concerning its nature or where it originated from. It is not known if this is because SCP-1048 simply does not know the answers, or because it does not want to answer. Though capable of drawing pictures, it has not used its art as a form of communication beyond showing affection, even when encouraged to do so. The more anomalous... So... Hmm? Oh. Um, so I was going to say, it, it seems more like a case of Keter by breaking out rather than danger, yeah? Mm, right. I guess that's about to change. <laughs> we'll see. So the more anomalous behavior of 1048 was not observed until approximately seven months after it was originally secured. It's hypothesized that the subject is able to construct crude replicas of itself using various materials. Called it! By a process that is yet to be observed directly by Foundation staff. Dr. Carver has suggested that SCP-1048 uses its endearing qualities to lull those around it into a false sense of security, allowing it to collect materials to produce these creations. Currently, there are three known creations of SCP-1048 designated A, B, and C. The nature of these creations has been in stark contrast to SCP-1048's general behaviour, as all have exhibited extreme violence towards humans. So, SCP-1048-A, on blank blank blank... Uh, Dash A was discovered wandering Site-24, accompanied by 1048. Subject resembles a teddy bear similar in size and shape to 1048, but is made entirely out of human ears. 
Oh, um, where did where did the first one get ears? Don't worry about it. Witnesses interviewed report that appeared ten forty eight was giving a tour of site twenty four to ten forty eight A. Dr. was called to the scene along with a security team. The security team arrived first, attempted to contain Dash A. It then emitted a high-pitched shriek that inflicted intense pain in the eyes and ears of everyone in a 10-meter radiance. Ear-like growths immediately began growing on those within 5 meters of the subject, covering their bodies in less than 20 seconds. Oh, wow! Every person afflicted with this symptom died within 3 minutes, resulting in the death of blank personnel, including the entire security team. Uh, The blank is two digits, by the way. Autopsies revealed the cause of death to be asphyxiation caused by an abundance of the ear-like growths manifesting in the mouths and trachea of all victims. SFB 1048 and 1048-A fled the scene before Dr. Carver arrived and have not been contained since the incident, though sightings of both have been reported on multiple occasions. I would not work in this site. So I'm I'm assuming one, uh, uh, oh fuck, I lost my train of thought. Okay, so I'm assuming whatever he builds it out affects what it can do to people. Hmm. Um, one interesting thing to note, I want to throw out a theory that might get proven wrong. But just because I find this interesting. Maybe it has just been playing uh, along all this time to create these, right? But what if it was influenced by another SCP? Hmm. Because it used to be allowed to wander around. Is it entirely impossible that it came into contact with another SCP in Site-24? Maybe. It's an interesting theory. Yeah. All right. Let's keep going. So shortly after this incident occurred, a researcher was discovered missing an ear. According to him, it was removed through unknown means while he was sleeping. No other victims of ear removal were found, so it's unclear if it obtained more ears from another source, or if it's capable of duplicating objects or materials. Terrifying. So, SCP-1048-B. Subject was discovered by several Foundation staff members in the cafeteria on blank. Subject's appearance was nearly identical to 1048, but it moved in an irregular, jerky manner. Witnesses reported that it appeared as if something was moving inside of 1048-B. Subject made no attempt to interact initially until a burst in its seams revealed what happened appeared to be the hand and arm of a human infant poking out and grasping at the air. At the sight of this, a female researcher named Blank screamed and 1048 uh, Beth Midler. Beth Midler screamed, and 1048-B reacted by emitting a high-pitched cry similar to that of a human infant. The subject then attempted to data expunge the screaming researcher, causing massive internal damage. Jesus. In the ensuing chaos, the security team was forced to redact both the researcher and 1048-B. Approximately three hours after this incident, Dr. Blank was found unconscious and bleeding in her office. An abortion had been performed on her while she was sleeping, and the eight-month-old fetus was Okay! Okay! Bad burr! Bad burr! Bad burr! Okay. I take my Oz back from earlier. (laughs) That's... Oof, Dan. You know how to pick them, huh? It's a, big, oh. it's a big one, I had to. It's hypothesized that 1048B used the... Yeah, yeah, we know. Information regarding the possible origin of 1048-B is not to be linked to survivors currently undergoing therapy, as Dr. Carver believes it will be extremely detrimental to their recovery. Ten- Yikes! 1048-C. Subject resembles a teddy bear similar to 1048, but composed entirely of rusted metal scraps. Subject was first cited on blank by Dr. Carver in his office... <laughs> While writing up oh, a report no. on the 1048-B incident. <laughs> Subject fled the room when it noticed Dr. Carver observing it. In the attempted pursuit of Stashi, Dr. Carver witnessed the death and maiming of blank one-digit Foundation personnel as a subject exhibited extreme violence during its escape. 1048-C has not been encountered since this initial sighting, and it is unknown whether it still resides somewhere within Site-24. 
The origins of any material possibly used to construct 1048-C by 1048 are also unknown at this time. We've got an addendum as well, so... The mention of SCP-2295 is similar, but nearly antithetical in function to 1048. Attempts to establish a common origin are ongoing. So we'll look at that when we get into Season 2. Uh, Wait, season did, ten, did 1048B get destroyed? Uh, it seems so, yes. Okay. Extreme caution is to be taken if 1040-A or 1048-C are encountered again, yeah. So, I cannot stress this enough. The damn thing jumps right through those poor people, says Dr. Kyle. I'm interested they haven't established a method of when they catch the original on how to contain it. I assume containing the original isn't that hard. It is just a teddy bear. It's the other ones that's the right. But there's one. no. But I, there was no thing like if spotted, grab it. Um, make sure to have X personnel watch your back for the others. Anything like that. Um, it's definitely an interesting one though. Um, a big graphic on B. Wow. Yeah. Um, very dark. I'll I, give it a eight out of ten. I was surprised that they didn't yeah. end it with B because that feels like the escalation there. Yeah, it really does. I do find it an interesting concept. Um, mm. I think it's kind of neat. Um, I also like, I mentioned this before with the Corruption Man, that it was like something that was updated. It used to be like, oh, he's safe, he doesn't do anything. And then it was like, oh no, God, we've seen so much death, so much war. <laughs> <laughs> totally 360s. Are we reading 2295 as well, or are we leaving that? Leave that for now. We're going to, when we get to season three, we're Oh, right, because that's Generation yeah. 3. So. Um, yeah, interesting read. Dark, but good. I, I kind of like it. Uh, oh, excuse me, sorry. I had a late night last night. Uh, I kind of like it. It's um, uh, pretty thoughtful, pretty clever. I also feel good about calling what it does, though I guess the hints it leaves for me to have made that observation, just that first part, are pretty obvious. Mm. Um, uh, if, if it wasn't already classified that was in the normal teddy bear, I would think that maybe it has nano machines inside it, would have been my theory. But they already confirmed it's just a teddy bear. So there's something anomalous about it that makes it able to move and communicate and create more. Yeah. Okay, so we've um, only gone for around 45 minutes here, so we might take a look at another one. Uh, sure, okay. but don't we still have one left already? Yes, we do. This is it. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. So this is a SCP-312, 1312 even, and it's okay. called Site-41. Oh, it's called Site-41, so it's a location. Yeah. Any files... Uh, one, yes. It's the bear again. Wait, really? I... You're looking at the wrong page then, my friend. No, I'm not. 1312, click files, open it. It's the bear. The no, heck? I'm not. It's a hallway. What are you talking about? It's the bear. What the hell happened? <laughs> so, shall we jump into uh, the article here? Item number, SCP-1312. Object class, safe. Special containment procedures. It's to be contained behind a perimeter of electrical fencing two meters in height. All potential exits to be kept under guard at all times. Any entities attempting to leave 1312 are to be subdued and taken into containment immediately. No objects or individuals are to enter 1312 without specific authorization. Any testing of SB1312 must be approved by at least three members of Level 3 personnel. I love that we've canonized that Chef Tanhoney could, in theory, authorize <laughs> <laughs> Description. SB-1312 is a designation given to the unfinished Site-41, which experienced an incident seven months into construction in which the entire site relocated three kilometers north. That sounds like a prank. <laughs> all, all staff present within 1312 at the time are presumed killed or in such a state that they are considered lost. Lost? 
SP. Lost isn't like, oh, we can't find them, or Lost isn't, they're a lost cause. Mm-hmm. SB 14312 is home to a large number of humanoid entities. Uh, footnote here. Information regarding these humanoid entities was gleaned from a rover, which was placed in 13121-1. The rover reco- over the capturing po- recorded the capturing process and subsequent behavior of the entities. All of Yikes. which resemble featureless human beings of solid coloration. These entities show limited intelligence and are docile until they become aware of the presence of an object or organism foreign to 1312. At this point, they will take the object or organism and contain it using the facilities already present in 1312. In cases where the foreign present is an organism, they will subdue it first by re- rendering it unable to move or unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> the SCP has become the foundation! Ooh. These humanoid, entities, <laughs> these humanoid entities are divided into three separate types. So, dash one are humanoid entities of solid white colour. They will engage in acts which are assumed to be attempted experimentation with objects or individuals which have been captured. So the doctors. Yeah, they'll typically not approach captured objects themselves, and instead directing dash three instances via a series of clicking and groaning noises. Dash one also appears to write documentation regarding objects or individuals they have captured. See recovered documents. Oh, dash one. There's actually a link we can click later. Yeah. So, Da-da-da. and then dash two. Humanoid entities of a solid black color. They appear to be in charge of the capture and subduing of foreign objects and individuals. They are capable of speech. So, the security teams and mobile task forces. They are capable of speech, but this appears to be limited to the shouting of containment breach when they sight a foreign presence inside SCP-1212. <laughs> This really does. This really does write like a giant prank on the foundation, making fun of them. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if one of the other big organizations set this up. An SCP one three one two three humanoid entities of a solid orange color. They are directed by dash one into experimentation involving objects foreign to one three one two. They are usually follow the dash one instances throughout one three one two in large crowds. They are incapable of independent thought and will not act unless prompted by the dash one. So D classes. So we have it all figured out. Do they have their own version of the O5? <laughs> In their own... Oh, this is actually really funny. I like this. Yeah, so okay. meta. Let's go through uh, this little... Uh, link here. Yeah, look, they... I, I just yeah. glimpsed it. They even have, like, item numbers and object classes. Okay, let's go. Let's read. So on blank, blank, 20 blank, a small expedition was attempted into the SCP, the humanoid entities having been distracted by the placement of several objects shortly before. During the brief expedition, several documents with which the entities have zoned to write previously were discovered in offices and empty containment chambers. Unfortunately, one member of the expedition was captured by the humanoid entities during the attempted exits. He recovered oh, document three. So but to be honest, that's kind of low losses compared to most expeditions where an entire team gets wiped out. <laughs> so let's read the first document. So, item number, SCP. Object class, safe. Spe- <laughs> special care, like the item number <laughs> <laughs> Special containment procedures. It goes in the box. It stays in the box. It is kept in the box by security. Do not let it out of the box. Only doctors can use it. <laughs> this really does just feel like a meta article making fun of the SCP Foundation. Description. <laughs> a stick of orange with blackness inside. The blackness makes itself on paper. This is an experiment written on paper. Oh, it's a pen. When a D-class <laughs> eats it, it makes him die. It is contained in his neck. It is cut open with sharp things and it is taken out again. It has chew marks on it now. Okay, so it's a pencil. <laughs> and, and, and I was right, the threes are D-class. Experiment log SCP-1. The first experiment. It is put in water. Result, wet. The second experiment. It is put in the cold room. Result, cold. The third experiment. It is put in the warm room. 
Results, warm. <laughs> the fourth experiment, it is asked questions. Result, silence. The fake experiment, it is cut apart from sharp things. Result, broken. Now it is only blackness without the orange. <laughs> they sharpened it! <laughs> this, is, this is actually a really cute one. I like it a lot. <laughs> it's really funny. So we have our second uh, doctor in here. How right? do the actual SCP are afraid to go in here? Why are they so scared? These guys seem pathetic. So, item number, SCP. Object class, safe. Special... Wait, you ignored my question. <laughs> Special containment procedures. It, it is kept <laughs> in a room. The room is locked. Do not unlock the room. Only doctors can unlock the room. To security, keep it contained. Do not drink it. Description. A white cylinder. It has liquid in it. The liquid was once warm, but is now cold. This is because as it is in a cold room. This is what an SCP deserves. Remember our motto. Secure the contain and protect. When D-Class drink it, they, they say it is good. They do not say this anymore because it is cold. I don't get it. Is it milk? Dr. Blank, uh, was a footnote, so the name had been scratched out of the paper by what is presumed to be a fingernail or other sharp implement. Says he remembers drinking it. Do not listen to him. He is a liar, liar, he's lying, he's a liar, 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 liar. This continues for several pages. Oh, wow, this really... This, I feel like this article is just making fun of the Foundation. And it's kind of funny. So, experiment log, like. SCP-1. It's put in water, wet. It's put in the cold room, cold. <laughs> it's put in the warm room, warm. It's asked questions, silent. And it's cut apart of sharp things. Result, doesn't work. <laughs> okay. So, recovered document free. Item number, SCP. Object class, Keta. Uh, actually neutralized now. Special containment procedures. Do not listen to it. It does nothing but lie. Keep it in the room. Feed it D-class. Do not listen to what it tells you. If it tries to get out, hit it. After you hit it, put it back in the room. Any personnel who says it is not a liar are lying. Do not trust them. Description. It is a lot like a man but pink and with tough material on it. It can talk Wait, but all it does is lie. It insults personnel who go near it. Sometimes it screams. It says it is an agent of the SCP Foundation. This is a lie <laughs> it is a liar. It has a metal item which with it. It kills a D-class when it is pointed at them and the trigger is pulled. There is a finger in the D-class's head after that. Okay, when so it's a, it's a person with a gun. <laughs> When it isn't pointed at the head, they take longer to die. It had another metal item. Voices come from the item and ask if Agent Banks is there. We ask if it is an SCP and the voices stop talking. It has been designated as SCP because of this. Now it is contained. The first experiment. It is put in water. Result. Splash. Second experiment. It is put in the cold room. Result. Shivers. Third experiment. It is put in the warm room. Result. Warm. Fourth experiment. It is asked questions. Result. Lies. The fifth experiment, it has cut apart of sharp things. Result, wet. It's wet because of the blood. Yeah. That's, that's kind of... Alright, this is just a really funny one. I really wish there was a script between <laughs> between them and the guy. That would have been so good. That would have made this a, a 10 out of 10 article. Honestly, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Wow. It's simple, um, but it feels like... And maybe it is just meant to be silly, but it feels like a meta-commentary on the Foundation, because a lot of these articles, after a while, do start to show a lot of these tropes. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of funny, because it's like a call-out. Yeah, so... And I bet if I check it, discuss, it's a lot of people seeing the same. Oh, also, what's a skip? Uh, that's sort of slang for SCP. Oh. Um, but yeah, that's just really funny to me. I like it a lot. It, it's it's well played. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I would love to see more of this. Does it have tags? Uh. Do, 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 do. Not. No, it doesn't have any of its own one. tags. No. That's a shame. I would love to see more tales or SCPs related to this. Yeah. 
I would love to see like a foundation versus this. <laughs> Civil War. I, oh my god, an SCP-5000 version of this. <laughs> Please, Tan. <laughs> they turn the lights off and it's like the end of the world. We cannot see. There's only blackness. We anomalous property. <laughs> I just love that they got hijacked by SCP wannabes. That's really funny to me. Yeah. Um, it implies a whole lot of things on a meta level. Like, does the intent of what the facility was going to be used to have brought these creatures to life? Did another SCP create them through observation? Like, was this the result of one of those groups that has some sort of magical powers? Like, the Fifth Church kind of has some weird magic to it. Like, there's so many questions, but it's also just funny. I like it a lot. Yeah. I feel like this is a great one for people that aren't afraid to laugh at themselves a little. Yeah, so a lot of thought obviously went into this one, yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, who wrote this? Uh, I'm not sure. Let me check. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you tricked me into praising you! <laughs> <laughs> well you did a good job i really like it Thank um but so now much. that i know you write it i can keep bothering you to make that script and keep bothering oh, you to fuck. write those the acts. are you fucking kidding me Dan? you just sat there while i praised you how dare you I what the fuck is your profile picture it's like a seal is it like a dragon is it like a dragon it's is your profile seal, picture? i think or not that's a seal Oh, it's got like a magic mark on its nose. Looks like a fucking fire emblem crest. <laughs> wow. Well, alright. Okay. So we learned a lesson here, guys. Always check the author of the article so you can yeah, make more fun of it. <laughs> when not... I when I very obviously don't tell you who the author is at the start, it's a good sign that yeah, it's me. <laughs> I should have known. You could have you should have just lied and then had me look at the end. You'd have that checked, would be I, if I drew your attention, you would have checked. <laughs> Because you'd be like, oh. I wonder when this guy was last on the wiki. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, but see, <laughs> now you guys, the cat's out of the bag. The truth is, I think all of Tan's SCPs are really great. And when I don't know they're his, I won't make fun of them because they're awesome. That's really funny. Oh, I had all these theories, Tan! You and you could have confirmed them! <laughs> I was asking you questions and you ignored me. I said, hey, Tan, why aren't you answering me? That should have been when I knew. Tan, you have the. What did I ask you that I wanted an answer to I can't earlier? Remember. You fucking. You can answer any question I have about this. <laughs> that I? is one thing I've noticed. Um, and I hope this isn't like a bad criticism to you. And maybe you have in other articles, but you put out a lot of articles, but you don't really follow them up with like their own tags or tails. Mm. They're always like self-contained. Yeah, I get you. Um, which is interesting. I would love to see you pursue an older article again and build on it. Not necessarily, it doesn't have to be this one, but, like, you've written some really good bangers. Like, I I could see a Bobo the Clown tag. Bobble, sorry. I called him Bobo. <laughs> Bobo the um, Clown. Or, like, a tag for you. I bet your hole does have a tag, actually. But, um, but, like, you know, I would like to see you revisit some more of yours, because a lot of the ones we've been reading have, like, extra documents attached, or tales, or are related to another SCP, but all yours are kind of self-contained. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe the the worst part is now that I know you, it's yours. It makes so much sense because this is literally the type of shit you would write. Like, the, put it in the warm room, warm. <laughs> like that is it lies. It's so tanhony. How did I not see it? Oh, uh, the real SCP was you. Is what you're telling me. <laughs> I tricked you. <laughs> you did. You tricked me, and now I'm hurt. Well. Um, I that being said, it's been an hour for sure because we definitely were talking a bit before the first yeah. one. 
Yeah, well, we can do another if you want. I think that's enough for today. Um, we've broken into series series two very well here. God, you really got me. <laughs> Although this one's interesting because this one was written in 2013, so that was back when Tan was what 17. Uh, yeah. Robo Dude was when he was 15. He was a wee lad. Yeah, yeah. So quite a while ago. Yeah. Wow. Back then, you probably had so much hopes for the world. <laughs> Didn't you? No. Well, now that Tan's tricked me, can I trick you into letting me read the notepad SCP? No, please. <laughs> no, we can't. That's way too far ahead. Please. No. You guys see how he treats me? God, now that the cat's out of the bag, I always praise you in every episode. So this episode, I was trying to be really hard on you, so the audience wouldn't think that I just suck your dick. And then here I go. Yeah, I, I put an end to that. <laughs> oh, so in case you guys didn't know, no, I'm not mad at Tan or hate him. I just wanted to prove that I'm not a little bitch boy. <laughs> and then he fucking pranked me. Yeah. Oh, I love the guy. Well, um, I think that's it for today then. We'll, uh... Yeah. What do you... Wait, we need to think of a title for the episode. We don't usually do that in the episode, but okay. Yeah, uh... but now it'll be a little treat for them. Because you always ignore my title ideas. I want it recorded. Uh, okay, what's your idea? Oh, fuck. Um... <laughs> How about just hee-hee? Okay. 